Here I am. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Kimberly's dad. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Wapner. You can call me Chuck or Champ. You follow boxing? Uh, no, I don't. No? See Rocky? Chuck. You don't know me. You don't. Chuck Wapner. Well, you do know me, but you don't know you know me. Once upon a time, I was the heavyweight champ of New Jersey. I was the best. Hey, Carl, set my man up with whatever he wants. And some guy named Stallone wrote a screenplay inspired by me. I was like, what? You're Rocky. I told you you know me. A real Rocky. Everything's gonna be different now, baby. Keep working, you're gonna have to stay famous. What are you the Missy Chuck Wapner? Sometimes life is like a movie. Sometimes it's better. Oh Jesus. Look at the picture. Look at you, like he's your girlfriend. Come on, just push the button. And welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, and today I am doing Clearing My Cue, a film from Netflix, uh, but it's also leaving Netflix on the 29th of March. So I may just call this Chuck Movie Review, because uh, it is actually leaving. But I did watch it on Netflix, for those of people that will listen to this soon. Uh, you want to check it out, that'd be great. Uh it's called Chuck. And let's just get right into the story here. He was the pride of Bayonne, New Jersey. A man who went 15 rounds in the ring with Muhammad Ali. But before all that, Chuck Wetner was a liquor salesman and father with a modest prize fighting career whose life changed overnight when in 1975 he was chosen to take on Ali in a highly publicized title match. It's the beginning of a wild ride through the exhilarating highs and humbling lows of sudden fame. But what happens when your 15 minutes in the spotlight are up? You know, I think that's a good synopsis. Uh, I'll get into the cast real quick. Uh, Lee Schreiber plays Chuck Wetner, uh, who is awesome in this role. I love Lee. Um, I always go back to him as Cotton Weary in Scream. But I, I love this guy, man. If he's in a movie, I will watch it. I just will. Uh, Elizabeth Moss plays Phyllis Wetner, who was last seen in The Invisible Man. And she's, she's great in this as well. Ron Perlman plays Al Braverman, the, the trainer. He's good in this role. Naomi Watts plays Linda, the bartender uh, who, you know, you know, she's the bartender. <laughs> uh, she's good in this role. Uh unrecognizable for me. I haven't seen her in probably in a long time. Uh, it's been a while. But she's unrecognizable for me. I didn't know who she was. Uh, Jim Gaffigan plays John. Uh, he's good. He's a bad influence on Chuck, in my opinion. But he's good. Well, you think he's a bad influence. And there's certain parts I think Chuck's a bad influence. And then there's certain parts I think John's a bad influence. But anyway. Michael Rappaport, who I adore. I love this guy. Plays Don Wetner, uh, the brother of Chuck. They have an interesting... Uh, I'm going to get into it, but they have an interesting brotherhood. Uh, brother relationship. They have an uh, interesting, you know, 
relationship. I'll, and I'll get into it. Um, Pooch Hall plays Muhammad Ali. And uh, Morgan Spector plays Sylvester Stallone. Now, before I actually get into this... Well, I'll go ahead and get, get into the scores real quick. Okay. Let's get into it. It uh, It's got a 6.5 on IMDb out of 10. Metacritic gives us 68%, which is, you know, for Metacritic, they're usually low. So 80% like this on Google. Rotten Tomatoes, it's got an 80% on the tomato meter. It's certified fresh. The audience score, though, is only 63. Uh, I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, on, as far as uh, the box office total, it was a, it, it had a limited release. So it wasn't like a big release. It didn't, wasn't wide release. It, it, very limited. Very few people saw this movie. It made 320000 uh, domestically, 181 internationally. Uh, so its current total is 502,000. Uh, that's it. It's, that's all it made. Uh, so, you know, I don't know what it made, you know, like streaming services, I would say probably a couple million, uh, you know, but anyway, what I was going to get into though, with this, you know, film, I had watched a movie called The Brawler. Like a couple days before I watched Chuck, which is another biopic about Chuck Webner. And these two films are are pretty much telling the same story. But, you know, the brawler kind of made it look like, you know, things that happened to Chuck Webner. You know, uh, as far as the the drugs, the gam not the gambling, the drugs, that, the drinking, the cheating on his wife happened after he became famous but in chuck he was doing those things well except for the drugs he was doing those things before he came famous you know yeah so um so they kind of were using that as an excuse and also um they said that when he fought andre the giant which they got a guy that looked nothing like andre in that movie uh there was his lowest point. It was his rock bottom fighting Andre the Giant. Uh, and I'm like, you know, uh, your lowest point should have been when you got divorced, when you your wife left you. Uh, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, also, that movie, they made Sylvester Stallone look like a sellout. Not just a sellout, though. A coward, you know. Uh, I'm a massive Rocky fan, so I took that little personal... Uh, you know, I probably should because it's just a movie and it's supposed to be a biopic, and it, you know. But the brawler has some problems with that movie. But I'm not going to talk much about that movie. Is I'm going to talk about Chuck because I really want to get into Chuck. So in Chuck, he has a fight. I forget who he's fighting, and the boxing was really good in this movie compared to the brawler. Brawler was awful as far as boxing goes. So the boxing was good in this movie. Uh, so he's taking on this guy. Uh. He's like eighth in the world, you know, ranked. Uh, he's fighting this guy. He beats this guy. So he's thinking that he's, it's already guaranteed he's going to fight George Foreman for the heavyweight title of the world. Foreman's taking on Ali, I believe in Africa at this point. Ali shocks the world, beats him. So now, you know, Chuck is like, okay, I'm not going to get to fight Foreman for the title. And out of nowhere... Ali wants to fight a white guy. 
he wanted to make it about race. And that's, that, that was said in The Brawler, and that was said in, in this. It, it, he wanted it to be about race. Uh, which, you know, I can give it... That's what Rocky did. Apollo Creed wanted, you know. You know, they kind of... He wanted to fight a white guy. You know, that's just that's how it was. Um, but, you know, anyway. So he, he he's, he's fighting... He's, he's going to get a world title match. But before that happens, though, during the Foreman, it's like they go into the movie theater to watch Foreman Ali. That's how big it was. they showing it on the movie theater. Um, some guy says bleeder to him in line, right? So he goes and talks to the guy, and he hits on the guy's girlfriend or wife. I, I don't really know if they were married or not. And she's like, what, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just, just messing with him, you know? And... Um, so later on, after like he's after Foreman loses, he says he just needs to take a walk. So he sends his wife home. And he just takes a walk. Ends up in a diner with that girl uh, that he was hitting on, and his wife shows up, Elizabeth Moss, and she's great in her role. She's awesome. Uh, she's a really good actress. Uh, really good. She really is. It says, "Oh, it, it is great how she how she does it." it. Says, "Oh, you're nothing, honey. You're not even good looking. You know, you, <laughs> you know, this is what he does. So you make him feel special. So he." You know, this is what he does. They don't even have to be good looking, and you're not. And it's just is what Chuck does when someone makes him feel special. But Chuck's not special. I thought he was special. And he says, this isn't the first time he's done this. You know, and so she leaves him after that night. Which, you know, in the brawler, it didn't happen until after uh, he fought Ali. Also, they said that she was at the fight during Ali. But anyway, he, he's going to fight Ali, right? So he so they're, 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 he talks to her. He gets his best friend, John, to go talk to her. She ends up coming to the city where he's fighting Ali. And they're going to work on their, their marriage. They're going to work on everything. And, you know, and uh, he fights Ali. She's not at the fight. She's at the hotel. She's watching it and on a TV in a hotel. So, um, but she does end up going to the arena when he's, after the fight's over, they come, you know, she's, she's in the hallway and he's, he's all beaten up. It, it looks like Rocky at the end of Rocky. And that reminded me of Rocky right there. That, 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 that moment reminded me of Rocky. And so he gets beat. He gets beat up bad. I mean, he gets beat up bad. Ali beats him up bad. Uh, you know, and he just takes a pump. He just takes a pumbling, man. And But he did knock Ali down. Ali was showboating and, you know, he hit him in the, in the stomach and Ali went down. Ali said that uh, he stepped on his toe and made him fall. But I, they showed replays of it, what happened. Uh, I think it was just an excuse. I think he actually went down. I, I don't think he didn't fall like he tripped or anything. But I, I didn't see the fight live. I was just seeing a little replay of it they were showing on TV uh, during the movie uh, at the bar, I believe it was. Um, so uh, you know, I don't know. But I do know this: after this point in time, he becomes famous overnight, right? And they're at the bar and they're talking. Uh, People are asking how much money did he make. Uh, no, this was after, hang on, backtrack a little bit. So then he gets a call 
from Stallone, right? Or a movie producer. They got a guy named Sylvester Stallone who's written a script inspired by that fight. And uh, so they end up doing Rocky, right? And they go to the theater, and it's a big hit, and everyone calls him the real Rocky. And so he likes that. He loves that fact, right? One, one, okay, he went 15 rounds Muhammad Ali. He ends up getting TKO'd at the, with like 19 seconds to go in that fight, right? So he's become famous. He went 15. He went basically the distance with Ali. And then they make a movie about Rocky. So here's, then he gets involved with drugs. Uh, he's sleeping around again. His wife actually leaves him for good this time. Uh, you know, and his life is going, it's going through a downward spiral. And it's like, almost like a volcano, you know, it's going to erupt, you know. And he just, he's, he's got an opportunity now. Rocky, not Rocky, Sylvester Stallone ends up calling him. And uh, has written a part for him, for Rocky too. Uh, Stallone actually tried to help this guy out. He really tried to help him out. And... He wanted to. He wanted this guy to get into the. I guess he wanted him to get in the movie business. He felt like he inspired Rocky, the character, or the fight with him and Paula, whatever. Um, he was inspired by this guy, and he wanted to meet this guy, and he wanted to get him involved in Rocky too. What does this? What does Chuck Wetner do? He shows up late. Not only that, he he's high on cocaine. He's reading the lines and he's screwing up. He doesn't get the part because, you know, he came in and messed up. You know, he just came in and messed up. So he doesn't get the role. So what's he do? He does a favor for a friend, right? He's going to sell drugs, sell cocaine for somebody. And he gets caught, gets gets set up, goes to prison. So Stallone is actually filming Lockout. Lockout. And wanted to meet up with Wetner, right? Wetner sees him. And this is the difference between the brawler and this. Wetner sees him. Says, Rocky goes to jail. <laughs> he says, yep, sounds fitting. <laughs> um, but he declines to meet Stallone. In the brawler, they meet. And they meet again when he's on Cop Out. Not Cop Out, but Cop Land. And that doesn't happened in this movie but in the brawler it did it's like they were their lives were intertwined but stallone got everything also the brawler told told about how he sued stallone and, and got money and i i think he deserved some money from rocky I'll, I'll say that but you know this movie wasn't about that this movie wasn't about him suing rocky or stallone or you know um you know uh, it seemed like Stallone... They, they painted a nice picture of Stallone in this film uh, compared to The Brawler. Uh, and this film was much better than The Brawler. Uh, but, yeah. But before he actually goes to prison... I know I'm, I'm out of place here, but... He goes to jail, right? He gets arrested. His first his phone call goes to Linda, the bartender, who eventually becomes his wife. Uh, he's like, he's got nobody else to call. So he calls her. That's his phone call. Um, what she does, she calls his brother or goes to see his brother, who's played Mike, by Michael Rappaport. Uh, and I liked that they're, you know, the, the, the dynamic between Chuck and Don. Um, 
They hadn't talked in years, which in the brawler made it seem like Don was telling him to get his life together after Ali, after the Rocky stuff happened, uh, after his wife left him. In this movie, they hadn't spoken in years. Before Ali, before all that stuff. So, you know, I believe the brawler tried to Hollywood it up. This one, I don't believe they... I believe they were t trying to be honest. Um, so, anyway, his brother bails him out. Has to put up a mortgage to his house to bail his brother out. And before that, the scene with Michael and uh, leave um, was after the Oscars when Rocky won uh, Best Screenplay, I believe. Um, and I think they won two awards. Uh, I'm not really sure on that. I know... I want to say they won two awards. But anyway, he goes to see Don. And he hadn't seen Don in like years. He doesn't even know Don's son. He thought they had a daughter. So he had, that's been that long. He doesn't even know. So, um, you know, it's, and Don's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? We haven't spoken years. You don't even know your own nephew's name. What are you doing? And so it's kind of leaves it. He says, and Don actually invites him to stay over for dinner. But of course, Chuck's like, nah, I got plans with my people. So, but I'll see you around. You know, of course he's not, but you know, you know how it is. Uh, so Don bails him out. They get into a fight in the car. And Don's wife is like, he loves you. And Don's like, shut up. Don't coddle him. Everybody's coddled him his whole life. Don't do it. And I'm like, I was like, man, this is powerful stuff, you know. Michael's bringing it, and I'm I'm loving it. And Leaf's just taking it, which I'm loving even more. Uh, you know, it's just very good acting. And uh, but she, the the his wife ends up saying, he's followed your career all these years. We were there for your fight against Ali. Do you know that? And Leaf's like, and well, Chuck's like shaking his head, no. He's like, yeah. He was so proud of you. And I, man, it just, it's special because they haven't talked in so long. They, they're so distant. They're not even like brothers, even though they're brothers that, you know, you know, you know how, how it is sometimes. If you're listening, you have a brother you haven't talked to in forever, you know. And my family, um, I know my dad and his brother hadn't, hadn't talked for about 20 years uh, or 10, 15 years until one of my family members died. And, so, I mean, I, I know what that's like. Uh, so, I mean, I couldn't go that long without talking to my own brother. But I know they, you know, there's some bad blood there. I know there's, I know what that's like. Um, so, it was just a powerful scene. And, and this is right before he goes to prison. And I was like, he's got to get his life together. And he goes to prison, he gets out, and he gets his life together, you know. Um... You know, and he ends up with Linda, and he marries Linda. Uh, I mean, I really, f he just got his life together after that point. And, you know, I remember him, uh, He it starts off with him fighting a bear at the beginning. Uh, or getting ready to fight the bear. Then, they, you know, the little backstory of what happened, and it comes back to the bear, and he's fighting the bear. He did this. He fought a bear. He fought Andre the Giant. He fought Muhammad Ali. He, he did a lot. Now, thankfully, Rocky films didn't do that, the bear part. But, now, do I compare, do I think he's the real Rocky? Um, 
if the answer is yes and no, you know, um, but it's not about that, right? It's about this, this guy lived an incredible life and he's still alive. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's had his ups and downs, you know, he, he made a lot of mistakes. This guy is a very flawed character, very flawed. Um, I feel like, um, Polly in Rocky is more like Chuck Webner in real life. You know, I feel like that's that's more like the real Chuck. But we're just doing, you know, you throw in boxing and then you really got him. But, uh, but I think Polly's really more like Chuck in, in real life. Um, yeah, that that would be my assumption. But I thought everyone played their parts well. Uh, I I was really really impressed with this biopic, honestly. Um, very impressed with it. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it myself. I really did. I thought it was really good. Um, so much better than a brawler. So much better. Um, but I, I love the Sylvester Stallone scenes. Uh, really only two scenes, but I really loved that. Uh, the actor that played him was much better than in this. Then the actor played him in the brawler. Um, uh, Stallone comes off genuine in this movie. Um, Muhammad Ali comes off like Muhammad Ali in this movie. Uh, I just really thought it was really well made. I thought it was well acted by everyone. I thought it was a really cool little movie. And if you have the time, if you love Rocky, if you like Rocky, uh, I would say give this movie a, a shot. And I think it'd be worthwhile your while. I I do. I think it'd be well worth it. I think you'll learn something. You'll get something out of it. Out of something. This is a character piece about Chuck Wepner. You know, he made some poor decisions in his life. And he paid for them. Uh, he couldn't handle the fame. He could not handle it. Uh, even before, you know, uh, he was making mistakes before he got famous. But... When he got famous for those 15 minutes of fame, he could not handle it. He just got worse and worse and worse. And some people can't handle it. I don't think I could handle it. Um, but I don't know. You know, uh, maybe I could. I don't think I could in my 20s. Now, I think maybe I could. Uh, but back then, I know I couldn't have. <laughs> um, you know, you, you get thrown into a world you're not used to, man. You don't know how you're going to react. But, you know, thankfully he met Linda, and she changed his life, and, you know, um, now the brawler did tell some other stuff, like how he sued Stallone, and how he won, also, you know, how, uh, he got involved with, uh, a guy that was ripping people off with autographs, and that guy ended up going to prison, uh, but, you know, they didn't tell that in this story, I'm, I don't know if it happened, I'm assuming it happened, but I don't know, uh, but, you know, I would say Lee Schreiber really was really good as Chuck Wepner, Elizabeth Moss was amazing as Phyllis Wepner, Ron was good as Al Braverman, his trainer, and he did say, you, to keep working, you gotta stay famous, you know, and I was like, I was like, man, why couldn't he get like a fight with Foreman after Ali? He went to almost went to distance. You know, uh, he should have been able to get more fights, but then you know, the Rocky thing happened, and 
then, you know, he fought Andre the Giant, and he's fighting a bear, you know, it's like, he came a circus act, almost, and, um, it just, I don't know, it just went downhill from the Ali fight, in, in, in a sense, famous, but w was going downhill, uh, his life was spiraling out of control, but anyway, I'm gonna give this a four out of five on the markout meters, on markout meter system. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Um, so hopefully, if you listen, you enjoyed this review of Chuck. Uh, I'll try to be back tomorrow for uh, uh, Honey Boy, and I'll try to do a quick review of Hider in the House as well. But this has been Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast. Uh, also, Friday, we are doing binge-worthy of uh, Parks and Rec. I'm on the series finale. Going to watch that tonight. And I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Um, uh, you know, it's coming down to the end. And I'm like, I haven't loved the show, but I've enjoyed it. You know, and I've... I've my score is going to be higher than I thought it was going to be. Um, but anyway, I've, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing this review of Chuck... Uh, not, you know, maybe not as entertaining as it should have been, but I've enjoyed it. Uh, I wanted to, this is more of a serious review, I guess, because um, I take this serious um, with Chuck, because he's, he's the inspiration of Rocky, the character, the fight, whatever. I mean, I don't think the characters are all that much alike, uh, but I do think the, the feud with uh, Rocky and Apollo and Rocky 1, it's very much Chuck Webner and Muhammad Ali. I do believe that. So I do believe that fight inspired this movie in some sense. So definitely Chuck Webner inspired something of Rocky. But anyway, that's been my thoughts of Chuck. So stay tuned to tomorrow for uh, Honey Boy and Hider in the House. But uh, hopefully you're all being safe and not, you know, going out and getting yourself sick. Um... You know, it's a serious time. I, I, I want to say something real quick. Because it's, it's a real serious time right now. And everybody is suffering, you know. Uh, my girlfriend, you know, she they had to close the daycare down last Friday. Um, you know, friends are losing their jobs uh, over this coronavirus. Um, the way it's spreading and people are fearing and, you know. It's just, it's a scary time. We don't know what's coming, you know, from this. We Hopefully they get a vaccine. We, we Life gets back to normal. But we don't know. But I know it's hitting everybody hard, you know. And we just appreciate you taking the time out to listen to us when the world's in chaos, it seems. So thank you for listening. As Again, I am Brandon Spivey. And we are the Marks from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Thank you for listening.